So I asked myself, well, when should I use songs and chants? How can I use them? What, what purpose? And I find there's two reasons. The first one would be to memorize information. Uh, you might need to, first you might need to memorize lists. Maybe you need to memorize a list of the pronouns or a list of the bones of your body or your math facts. There might be some specific information, list of information to memorize. You might also have step-by-step -step processes to memorize, like the steps to diagramming a sentence or the steps to long division. Uh, so those are two kind of different categories of things that students need to memorize. Also, you can use songs and chants for review of information. So let's say you teach a lesson about nouns. And at the end of the lesson, you can say, so now we're going to learn a song to help us review the nouns. And then the next day, when you come to this for your introduction or your review, you can sing the song from yesterday and then build on that. And it's a way of review and um, it's helping to make those connections. You as a teacher might be more into the songs or you might be into the chants. The same with your class. Um, some classes would really love the singing and others would enjoy chanting more. When we're learning the parts of a friendly letter is to um, go like this. Heading, greeting, body, closing, signature. And we would, so please stand and help me with that. It's just a way to get up and to review and to make it a little bit more hands-on. Um, ready? Here we go. Heading, greeting, body, closing, signature. You can turn the page again. We have helping words. match how we had been teaching it in class. Um, so yeah, rearrange it to, to match what you're doing. It engages a, a range of learning styles at the same time. So there's the learning styles, there's kinesthetic and auditory and visual learners. And I don't believe that a student is just solely a visual learner or solely an auditory learner. I feel like we learn all of us learn through all those different avenues, and if we can hit all three of those things at the same time, it's going to make learning more effective. And so whenever we're singing, um, we're doing songs and chants, we hit the kinesthetic part when um, students are standing up, they're doing the motions, they're engaged, they're involved. Uh, I always have students stand up when we sing because I feel like when they're sitting down, they tend to, it feels like we're in church or something and we don't sing very much. Right? If we stand up, we're like ready to go and we're ready to participate. Um, and of course, putting motions with the songs and chants helps your, their brain to be firing and uh, completely engaged. Um, and then auditory is hit when we are singing the song or we are speaking the chant. So we get those that, the students that, that really do well with need to hear. And then we get the visual learners. 
whenever we put the words up on the chalkboard or are project them in some way that the students can see it. Because I think that many students could do okay with just like you teaching the song to them um, by rote, but some students really, it will benefit them to actually see the words, um, to have that, make that connection. And I feel like in our society with all the technology we, that we have, more and more students need to have the visual to look at that. At the end, I would like your help again. If you could all stand or we'll sing this. This is um, Where is Thumpkin? And we have horizontal arms this direction and vertical like this, and then oblique is like whichever. <laughs> so, um, ready, go. Horizontal, horizontal, vertical, vertical. horizontal, I think, think of the horizon outside, it goes this direction. I would like to talk a little bit next about how do you make your own song. So let's say you have um, some information that you're learning that you would love to have a song for and you can't, you haven't found one, and you want to make one. How do you go about that? The first step is to figure out what is the key information that you want to have in your song. And there might be some information that you feel is very important and others that is optional. Like if I can figure out how to put this in, it would be great. And then kind of put it in the order that you feel uh, would make sense to come in the song. The next step would be to create a list of familiar children's tunes that you could possibly use with this information. Um, what songs do you just know and do your students know? Maybe as Father Abraham, right working on the railroad. And so once you have a list of the tunes and your information, then you get to go to the fun part, or maybe the tricky part. So the third step would be to write your song. So you're going to take the information that you have and try it out with a bunch of different tunes to figure out which one it might fit with. And this will involve uh, maybe stretching the words or stretching the tune to fit in the words. So you often, I feel like it's easier to keep the words you have and just stretch the tune and make the tune a little bit different than it is to change the words to exactly fit in the tune. But it takes a lot of just um, trying it out with the different tunes that you have to see what could fit. And I think it's easier than we make it. Like I think you just have to be kind of brave and stretch it and fit. <laughs> For more free resources that support teaching and learning, visit the docforlearning.org.